It's time now for Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930, the morning worship service at 1030. They have a 6 o'clock evening service tonight and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study. And now, here's Pastor Lee Woods. Praise the Lord. It's good to be with you this morning and thank the Lord for this day, beautiful day out there. Um, I want to still change the um, opening there. Um, we're not having Sunday school. I hope and pray here uh, real soon that we'll get back into the uh, of having Sunday school. So anyway, we thank God that we can open up our church on Sunday morning. And then also on Wednesday, we have Bible study. You come on out, and I know that God will bless you as we uh, begin to read the Word of God. One thing about the Word of God, even if we would, wouldn't preach from it or actually teach from it, the Word itself is anointed. God's Word's anointed. And if you read it, you know, you need to begin to realize that God's going to do something in your life. Amen. I want to say this, you know, uh, the things that we come that come out of our mouths sometimes destroys what what God wants to do. It actually does. It tears up what God wants to create or wants to do in your life. So we need to be careful with words, don't we? Amen. So we're going to start off in Proverbs, the 16th chapter, verse 23. Uh, we'll read this. My daughter, read this. Uh, A wise man's heart guides his mouth. And his lips promote instruction. It, that's pretty strong. And a wise man's heart guard, guards his mouth. So there, there is, I want to say this, there is an inner man whose beauty and ugliness cannot be changed by anything that we do to the outward man. In fact, uh, give, me a, give me a little idea. Uh, <clears throat> We could take and um, take a house, and we take and a lot of times we do this, and we paint the house or we put new siding on it, uh, uh, and begin to change the outside the appearance, make it look different by different kinds of siding, different kinds of painting and stuff like this. But it doesn't change the inside. If you open up the inside and you haven't fixed it up, it actually becomes ugly. In, sen- in a sense, that's the way it is with our lives. You, you, you have heard people say how beautiful that person is, except when they open their mouth. You, you've heard that. And, and the thing is, the scripture tells us in James, the third chapter, verse eight, it says, the tongue can no man tame, it is an unruly, evil, full of deadly uh, poison. So no one 
by his own power can control his tongue. You think about that. We need to be careful what we say. The tongue can be only controlled by the supernatural power of God. In James 3, and we're going to read this, James 3, chapter 3, verses through 2 through 12. You got that? We all stumble in many ways. If anyone is never at fault in what he says, he is a perfect man, able to keep his whole body in check. When we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal or take ships as an example, although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boast. Consider what a great force is set is set on fire by a small spark. This tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole person, sets the whole course of its his life on fire, and it and is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and creatures of the sea are being tamed and have been tamed by man, but no man can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursings. My brothers, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers, can a fig tree bear of olives or grapevines bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. You know, you think of that. James doesn't hold back anything. He tells it the way it is. The natural man, it says here, cannot control his tongue. Only through the inward leading of the Holy Spirit can a man learn to control his tongue. And then we go on down to Romans, the sixth chapter, and begin to read the 11th verse. It says there, the in, si- go ahead. In the same way, count yourself dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. It's uh, 11 chapter verses through uh, through 13. Go through 13. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. Do not offer the parts of your body to sin as in instruments of wickedness, but rather offer yourself to God as those who have been brought, brought from death to life and offer the parts of your body to him as instruction instruments of righteousness. Yeah, Paul goes on and tells us, he says, we are not to yield. That's each and every one of us talking. God is to speaking to us out of his word. We are not to yield our vessels to the in- instruments of sin. James, James says you control a home. <clears throat> you control a horse. You control by putting a bridle in the mouth of the horse. You control each and every uh, part of your life, but when it comes with the tongue, some reason or other, people cannot control the tongue. It's pretty clear, isn't it? 
In Romans, the sixth chapter, verse 14 says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. God has given us a, a means of, of uh, speaking what is good and begin to agree with his word. Paul is saying we are not to con- be controlled by the sins. We are to be controlled because of whose we are and because of Jesus living within us. God is a spirit. And he brings us within, uh, uh, actually touches us and brings us to speak the words that concern him. Now, I, I've got a few things listed. The tongue can make a person beautiful or it can make a person ugly. The tongue can be our friend or our worst enemy. The tongue or the spoken words will make or break a marriage. Words will make a home or a heaven or a hell. Words will draw your children uh, actually closer or drive them away. Words can make your friends or drive them away. There's several things we could go through. Words can cause uh, injury uh, or heal. By, the, by our words, we either honor God or we curse him. Words draw people to Jesus or drive them away. You think about that. Words can be uh, cause faith to rise up within us or allow us to call things that be not as though they are. Words of doubt open up uh, the, the door of fear. Words of doubt open up the wor- uh, doors of fear. Words, I want to say this, words will create or destroy. A lot of people don't realize the power of words in their mouth. We go on in Psalm, uh, I believe it's Psalm 33, verse 6. See if you got that. Psalm 33, verse 6. And uh, we're going to read this. We need to be careful of what comes out of our mouth. Um, They're going to create, they're going to create what we speak in so many words. Words, uh, at least Psalm 33, verse 6. See if we got it. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, their starry host by the breath of his mouth. Okay. By the word of the Lord. By the word that God spoke forth. We can go back over to Genesis and let there be. Let there be light. Mm-hmm. Let there be. It continue over and over by the words where this world was created. And by the words that you speak out of your mouth actually begin to uh, cause faith to come forth or cause death to come forth. In fact, there is one that's kind of gone to my mind. It says death and life are in the power of the tongue. So you begin to realize. And then read, uh, you got Genesis uh, 1 3, have you? I think I quoted this, but. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. Let there be light, and there was light. Proverbs 18, chapter, verse 21. He goes on. This is, this is a powerful uh, verse of Scripture right here. Proverbs eighteen twenty one. It says here, concerning life. And the tongue has the power of life and death, and so, those who le- live in it will eat its fruit. Now that's pretty powerful. 
those that live in it are going to eat the fruit. Otherwise, what you speak is going to come forth. There's no doubt in my life a lot of people have destroyed things that God wants to do because they have actually spoke the words negative concerning the things of God. That scripture, go back to that scripture again. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. That's pretty powerful. Now you say, well, that's just words. That, That is God's words. The tongue is powerful of life and death. And those that take and actually speak it will end up eating what they say. Amen. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Over and over it says, our words either create or bring destruction. Whether you realize this or not, they will. Harsh words between husband and wife or parents and children, they rob that person of their best all day. Let me say that again. Harsh words between husband and wife or or between the children, parents and children, will bring, uh, actually rob the person of that best, the best uh, uh, of that day. If the situation is not taken care of and forgiveness granted, the words will cause depression and hostility uh, over and we go back to the scripture death and life are in the power of the tongue um, in Matthew the 17th chapter verse 8 it says the Pharisees they were keepers of the law but their hearts were filled with pride criticism, vanity, jealousy deceit, lies and these, these things defeat a person God is love let me say that God is love in fact, let me do that. Uh, uh, we'll take a few minutes to turn to it, but over in Ephesians, the fifth chapter, verse one, uh, read the, uh, God's word. What it says, uh, Ephesians five one. Oh, five one. Um, we um, is it? I think we ought to read this. Read it again. What is the it? imitators of God, therefore, as dearly loved children, and live a lo- life of love. Just as Christ loved us and gave himself for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Okay, be you there forth. Otherwise, uh, following God's word. You know, let's see this. They say the Greek word follow means to imitate. Uh, we are to love as he loved. We are to forgive as he forgave. We are to speak as he spoke. We are to encourage as he encourages. We are to build up one another, not tear them down. God help us. God help. I mean, if you're a child of God and you tear people down, God help you. You're, uh, you're not speaking the words concerning the things of God. God tells us to look for the best in every person. That's, a, that's a, uh, actually the word of God, and we need to begin to adhere to it. Colossians, the fourth chapter, verse six, it says, let your speak, be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how ye ought to answer every person. That's pretty strong, isn't it? But that's, that's God's word, and that's telling us that we need to be careful in, in uh, speaking the words uh, concerning people and concerning God. 
Uh, turn to Ephesians, the fifth chapter, verse four, and we'll go on just a minute here. But some of the foolish things that come out of our mouths, talking, jesting, whatever, is, is not convenient. You know, actually cutting words and remarks and sarcasm, they injure people. And I'll read this, uh, this uh, Ephesians of fifth chapter, verse four, I believe it is. There should be, there should be no obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. That's pretty strong, isn't it? But that's God's word. I want to say that's God's word. You need to begin to realize there shouldn't be uh, anything come out of our mouths of putting somebody down and calling different names or whatever. Uh, some of the foolish talk and jesting that the word speaks of uh, are not not uh, are not uh, lifting people up, and we got to begin to realize he wants to us to replace those things with good uh, with the good word of God and praise to people. Amen. Many people want to be used of God. They want to see others saved and baptized. They want to see people healed and set free. Let me say this. But because, now listen to this, but because they are not willing to put away grudges, unforgiveness, jealousy, strife, self-centeredness, God cannot, let me say this, God cannot move through those types of attitudes. Let me say it again. God cannot move through those types of attitudes. So it's a choice that you have to make. We need to begin to realize that if God wants to use us, and he does, but we need to begin to realize that God, we have to speak the things that are pleasing to God. The uh, First John 4, 7 says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. Every one that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. If we don't speak the things of God, how can we influence people to change their life and be like God wants them to be? You think about it. We're going to close here. I want to say this. We need to begin to realize that the words of our mouth, they are going forth and they're destroying if your words of unforgiveness, words of hate, they are destroying people. God help us. And we're not here to destroy people. We are here to lift up people. We are here to encourage people. We are here to love people. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We, in turn, are to be the uh, reprints. The, I want to say that, reprints of God. It's a choice. I want to be a reprint, don't you? Amen. Father, right now, we're closing. We're thanking you for this day. And God, we're asking you to guide the mouths of each and every Christian. In fact, guide the mouths of everyone that's out there. Help them to realize the words that they are speaking can kill or they will or can heal. Father, in the name of Jesus, and we give you the praise. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 
You've been listening to Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 930 this morning. The morning worship service, including a children's service, is at 1030, a 6 o'clock evening service tonight, and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study.